such a fucking lady right now. Hey ladies, you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, hosted by Miss Brownstone. If you are new, hit that subscribe button, welcome to the family, and if you are old, welcome back, bitch. You have to get into some juicy topics. And she told me that she make him come fast. Why you acting like that? Hey ladies, did y'all love the new intro? Did y'all love the new intro? Like before we even get into today's episode, I just want to say I got new shit, my nigga. Like I don't know if y'all seen the growth in this podcast, but this podcast has grown. But that intro was fucking fire. That intro was fucking fire. And I just got to say I love custom made shit <laughs> i love custom made shit and um i just want to say before we even because i'm gonna play the intro again so y'all can hear it so y'all can hear the words you feel me so y'all can know it was custom made for this podcast but yeah i love custom made shit and i just want to thank god for the dope ass men that he placed in my life you feel me he placed some dope men in my life and i'm not saying that women ain't dope but i'm just saying god has placed some dope men in my life the dude that sung that song that's my homeboy jay he is a recording artist and he writes songs for the people. He out of straight New York with it. Like the nigga got the flavor, bringing the brand new flavor in your ear. Uh, mm, mm, flavor in your ear, okay? He got that motherfucking flavor, bitch. And the best part is all I had to tell him was like, yo, I want you to make an intro for She Knows Podcast, but I want you to do this shit like you know me. Like, like you know me. Like if you had to write a song for Vicky, Miss Brownstone, how the fuck would it sound? And this is what he came up with. So I want y'all to hear the, the, the fucking words of this intro. We about to play the intro, and then after the intro, we'll get into tonight's episode. Well, today's Whenever the fuck you're hearing this, today's episode, man, I'm excited, bro. So yeah, I'm about to play that for y'all. Bow. You know, you're such a fucking lady, right? Yeah. She only really rock with her team. She don't really fuck with you boys. You better come correct or it's gonna be a mess. You're a queen, so you gotta be employed. Why you acting like that? You ain't tripping, you been in your bag. Good girl, why you look so bad? And she told me that she make him come fast. Why you acting like that? You ain't tripping, you been in your bag. Good girl, why you look so bad? And she told me that she make him come fast. Oh, that shit was fucking fire. Like, oh my god. Fire upon them. Fire upon your blood clot, head top, your zimmy. What you talking about? Oh, yes, sir. I love that shit. I love that shit. That shit was fire. <sighs> love that nigga. I love that nigga. I'm gonna put all his links below. Check out this shit because I'm excited. All right, ladies. Let's get into today's um, episode. So today's episode is entitled, The Way You Make Him Feel. And as always, I tell you how the episode came about, who inspired it, and blasey blasey. And the crazy part is the episode was inspired by you guys because you was having a com. I like to say a conversation, even though y'all don't talk back, you feel me? But I did an episode on, um, what was it, uh, P. Diddy with Diddy in um, Young Miami. And um, I also did an episode about, um, yeah, Data Man for his research, that, for his resources. That was the episode, so go check that out. And I also did an episode when I was talking about why about a cow when you get the milk for free or when the milk is free. Those two episodes we talked about on those episodes, um, the way to get into a man's pocket is based off making him feel like he is a king and he is the only one, okay? And then we talked about in the why buy the cow to get the milk for free? We talk about a man commits to you not for how what you do for not for what you do for him, but which not for what you do for him, but what you are to him. Something like that. Don't quote me. Go back and listen to it. All right. Y'all know I make content, put it out, then I forget it. So it is what it is. Y'all know more than I know because y'all listen more than me, right? So yeah, we talked about in those episodes those those two things and all those two things tied into the way you're making him feel, the way you make me feel. It ties into giving him something he can feel. What? How? To let him know this love is real. So yeah, it tied into that. So today's episode, we're going to talk about the way you make a man feel and how the way you make him feel can unlock doors to a whole bunch of good shit 
and new shit, new shit. It helps you unlock doors to good shit and to a bomb-ass experience and a bomb-ass relationship and hopefully the best provider and protector you have ever motherfucking came across by the way you make him feel. So let's get into some things, ladies. So if you true to- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This and not new to this, okay? <laughs> that means to this podcast, all right? That means if if you are a loyal, welcome back, bitch, subscriber, then you already know we're going to get into, okay? But we're going to get a little bit more in depth. But then you already know that I talk about more than just looking the part, okay? I talk about playing the part, bitch, okay? I turn my bitches into actresses. <laughs> For real, for real though, dead ass, okay? Because I'm every woman, it's all in me. If you listen to She Knows, you know, bitch, you know, okay? So we talk about more than just appearance on how to get a man. We talk about what, how you make him feel, right? So we talked about this in the three episodes, it was a, it was a season I did, um, three episodes long, and it was how to make a man crave you, part one part two, and part three. So like I said, if you are true to this and not new to this, my niggas, <laughs> I'm joking, my girls, my sissies, then you already hold hold those three episodes. Now, if you didn't get the fuck out of this, go back to the old shit, because this that new shit. And this shit right here, nigga, this shit right here, nigga, this shit called depth. So let me stop. You ain't ready for this new shit. New shit. You ain't ready for this new shit. So you got to go back to the old shit. You feel me? Get your fingers wet, get your toes wet, and then come dive in this motherfucking pool because you're not ready, mama. So yeah, get out of here. This for the grown and sexy. You're not there yet. You know, you still you still a rookie in a she knows game. So go back and then come back. All right. So yeah. Now that we got that out the way, all the rookies has left the uh the motherfucking uh in the room. Okay, all the rookies done exit stage left. <laughs> then y'all know that in the season I did called um, how to make him crave you. I talked about being his cheerleader, being the natural, and then the last tip was sexual. And you know, I get y'all some of my bedroom tips, bitch, because you know, <laughs> big old freak. Ooh, I ain't got a big old booty, but a big old freak. <clears throat> big, big old tree, okay? <clears throat> purr, big purr. That's on big worm, bitch. So, yeah, so um, we talked about that, right? So, when we talked about um, being the cheerleader, we talked about being supportive, making him feel like you are in his corner and he can do anything he motherfucking dream of. So we go more in depth on that in the How to Make Him Crave You Cheerleader edition. Then we talked about being the natural. We go more into that on that episode. Am I going to touch on those two things today? Yes. But if you want a in-depth class on it, then you need to go listen to it. So if you listen to it already, then you should be in this motherfucking course. If you ain't listen to it already, you need to get the fuck out of this, right? We already knew that. All right, so when I talked about being his cheerleader, I talked about being supportive, being motivating, being motivating um, to your man. And, you know, like a cheerleader, you know, I was talking to my boot the other day, right? And I was telling him how he, so he's a, a football coach, right? So I was like, you ain't got no cheerleaders? Like, what the fuck? And he was just like, no, we don't have cheerleaders. And I'm like, cheerleaders are important. Like, you're not going to tell me a cheerleader is not important. Why is a cheerleader important? Cheerleaders is important because not only do they get the crowd amped up, okay? <laughs> U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. You ugly. Yeah, yeah, you ugly. Another team come in. Yo mama. Hey, hey, yo mama, okay? <laughs> I'm silly. But not only because they get the crowd hype, which I'm going to explain that crowd hype part, but it's really because 
we get the team hype. We make the men be like, I'm going in. I'm going in. And I'm going to go hard. And I'm going to go hard. And they get something pretty to look at when they when they put in that motherfucking work. You feel me? When they put in that work. And most cheerleaders be dating the men that's on a football team. So, like, when they be losing the cheerleaders, because you know I used to be a cheerleader girl. You know what I'm saying? We go over there to our man like, babe, don't worry about that. It's going to be okay. You going to win, boo. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I. <laughs> we in a spot. We in a, I, I, I. Okay? That's that bird lingo y'all know what that mean y'all know we clash it over here y'all know we clash it over here and that's nothing that's going to change on this podcast it's no more keep it classy okay it's keep it clash it so i will be selling the hoodies and the mugs keep it clash it all right it's changing um but yeah back to the story at hand um the lesson at hand so yeah the cheerleader pumps up the man rubs on his back tell him it's the baby it's gonna be okay you got this ain't nobody better than you you feel me, nigga? You you could fly, nigga. You could jump off the roof with it. You feel me? It's nothing. Like, you was made for this shit. You feel me? You, I don't know, nobody better than you. King Kong ain't got shit on you. You feel me? That's what the cheerleader does, right? So we build the, we build the man up. We build the team up. We give them that pep talk so they could go in the game. And they like, yeah, with it. You feel me? On some crazy, savage shit. You feel me? Because at, at heart, men are wolves. I'm just saying. they Men are, men are wolves at heart. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we just helped them tap back into that wolf energy to go out there and conquer the world and bring us back home to bacon. And we just motherfucking fry that shit. And that's just what it is. And those that understand, understand. Those that don't, just motherfucking don't, okay? The man buys the house. The woman makes the house a home. It is what it is, right? Everything that you give us, we motherfucking, you know, quadruple. And that's just <laughs> what it is. Ooh, ill me. <laughs> Period. I'm silly today, y'all. I'm having a good day. So, yeah. Um, don't mind me if I crack a lot of jokes today. I'm just living my best life, okay? And I'm living my life like it's motherfucking golden, okay? Living my life like it's golden. I'm feeling myself, period. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. So, yeah, that's what we do. Um, so when I was talking about Chile to getting the, the crowd hyped up, the reason why that is important and, <laughs> and whatnot is because getting the crowd hyped up is a way of letting it be known. Like, let's say the crowd is like the world. You feel me? So the way the cheerleader, like the way the cheerleader is putting out that energy that they're gonna win, the world gets hyped up and like, oh yeah, they on to something. So let's change that from from us looking at a football team and the crowd. Let's change that to our relationship, right? You ever heard a man say, "My woman is the reflection of me"? I'm pretty sure y'all heard that before, right? Okay. So usually, and I have heard this before too. I don't know if you have, but some people judge the man off of the woman that he's dating and the way that she carries herself and she presents herself because like they said before, my woman is a representation of me. So we get the crowd hyped up where when our man is feeling at his lowest, we still there and we still carrying ourselves, letting it be known he's going to be great. And through it all, we still got that smile on our face saying that, yo, you got this. You feel me? The world sees that and it's like, yo, she's, she, she's happy. She's, she's going for him. She's rooting for him. He must be something because look how she's acting. It's, I really have heard this quote before and I didn't understand it until I got older, but people really judge the man's uh, the man, people really judge the man value off of how other women look at him. And people really judge the man's value off of the smile that's on his woman's face. Real motherfucking shit, okay? So that's what I mean by getting the crowd hype. So yeah, we talked about that, being a cheerleader. So when you are being a cheerleader, you are not only being a battery in that man's backpack, me in that man's back, but and pumping him up, but you make him feel like in your eyes, he's that nigga. You feel me? In your eyes, he's that nigga. So when he feels like that with you and you make him feel that secure in himself when he's around you, he's always going to want you around because you make him feel like he's that nigga. I want to be around you because when I'm around you, I feel like I am the most, like I can conquer the world. I'm Superman. I could do it all when I'm around you. Other people don't have that. So if if it's just like a man saying, I want a woman that's my peace, he ain't he gonna protect his motherfucking peace. You feel me? So if you are the person that makes him feel so secure in who he is and makes him feel like he's that nigga, he's gonna protect that. You feel me? And when he's having a bad day, he's always gonna run to you and wanna lay in between your legs and let you, you know, rub his bald head or rub his little head or whatever he got going on, rub his chin. I love rubbing a uh, chin here. It's my thing. And just be like, baby, it's going to be okay. 
You feel me? You ever be on my back and say, baby, it'll be okay. And that's real for a nigga like me, baby. Never ever get my pussy your way and keep it tight. All right? Y'all don't know about that. Y'all know about that. Y'all know about that. If y'all know who sing that song, put it in the motherfucking comments. Period. But yeah, that's that shit right there. You feel me? That's that shit right there. So, um, yeah, that's one way that you give him that feeling, okay? Because we talking about the way you're making him feel, the way you make him feel, you really turn me on. We talking about that. Because in reality is, the way you make somebody feel when they're around you and they love that feeling, it's a high. My first love told me this and this is real shit. It's a fucking high. It's like a drug. And if I want to continuously feel that feeling of the high, the high that I'm feeling, then that means I want to be around you all the time because I'm only getting that feeling from you. When I'm around Miss Brownstone, I feel like I am a priority. I feel like I am the king. I feel like I can conquer it all. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I know I'm the leader when I'm around her. She's not belittling me. I'm going to always want her around me because she gives me that feeling. So yeah, being a cheerleader is one feeling that you give that you give out. Then the second one that we talked about was being childlike, right? Um, so if y'all don't know what being childlike is, in the next one I'll bring up if you and if you don't know what being childlike is, which is called the natural, that's the term for it. And if you don't know what the next term is that I'm gonna talk about, then that's because y'all didn't do y'all research. Y'all didn't do y'all research, y'all didn't do y'all homework because I said in the beginning and I say this in all my episodes now because I'm getting new listeners and they're they're not starting from the, from the start, like from the bottom. They're, they starting from the fucking roof and they making judgments and this, this and that. But if you would have started from the foundation of how we built this motherfucking She Knows Pink Hot Pink House, you would have known how Miss Brownstone give it up. And you would have known what this podcast was about, period. You feel me? Period. You would have known that. So... Stop starting from the motherfucking roof and start from the foundation. So all my new listeners, go back to the beginning. Now back to the episode at hand. In the beginning of the episode, in the foundation, I list books for you guys to get, to read. I gave y'all the motherfucking blueprint. You know how before you go to class and they give you the, the um, what's it called? On orientation day, and they give you that little pamphlet thing. It's not an obituary, because that's a funeral. Don't laugh at me, y'all. But that's what I'm thinking of right now. It's not obituary, but it's like it's like the God, like the 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 um itinerary. Is that what it's called? When they break down what you're gonna be talking about each semester and what books you need and this, this, and that. Period. I gave y'all that to this motherfucking class. Okay, to the she knows class. All right. I gave y'all that. And one of the books that I listed was The Art of Seduction. So when I talk about the natural and I'm about to talk about the charmer and y'all don't know what it means is because you didn't do your research. And, and the crazy part is if you did not read that book, you were really slacking in life. If you didn't read that book and um, uh, uh, what was the other book? Uh, the whole tactics. And if you didn't read um, the M and man is for money and um, how to date like a sparter and uh was that it sparta reloaded whatever and am i missing the book it's a couple of books but if you didn't read those books and the feminine books that i list you fucking up you feel me you fucking up because you saying that you want to be in this hypergamy world you know you want to live this hypergamous lifestyle but you can't really live it unless you know how to seduce and if you know how to be you know a feminine woman you know what i'm saying so you need to go back and do your homework so get the fuck out of this go read that book and then come back all right so if you did do your homework and you read the book the art of seduction you know that in the art of seduction he lists oh yeah in four in the 48 laws of power was another book i told you to read so yeah in the art of seduction he lists the different types of seducers right and the two seducers that i talk about the most is the natural and the charmer so first, we're going to talk about the natural. And if you don't know much about the natural, then go listen to How to Make Him Crave You, the natural, how to be childlike episode, um, how to make him crave you part two, and then come back to this. All right. So, yeah, um, when we talked about the natural, right, the natural is basically. Matter of fact, I think I got the clip in here. I'm going to put the clip. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to put the clip in because y'all need to go listen to my old shit. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm getting paid. Fuck that. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. The natural is basically the woman that is still childlike. She still has that childlike, innocent kind of, you know, feel to her. And that works because 
when you're dating a man that's older than you, he still wants to feel that he has, you know, he still has that youth. You feel me? And when a woman is being the natural and she's being childlike, she then puts that man in a leadership role without him knowing it because people, well, yeah, people want to protect the child. So if he see you as innocent and still youthful and not knowing everything, he's going to automatically feel like he has to protect you from certain shit. Like, you feel me? When you think of a child, that's instantly what you think of. You have to protect them. I'm not going to walk with my, my little cousin down the street and make him walk on the outside of the sidewalk because I'm older than him and he's a child. I'm going to always think, okay, even though he's a man, you know, he's a boy or whatever, he's going to grow up to be a man. I'm going to always, always, no matter what, put him in the inside. You feel me? Now, when he hit 25, 30, then all right, nigga, you could take this hit for me because I'm an elder now. You feel me? But in the beginning of it, I'm trying to protect him. You feel me? You want to protect your little sisters. You want to protect protect your little brothers, protect your cousins, all that thing. So that is the reason why um, we push that, the childlike and, and the natural. Because when you push that, you instantly put them in the um, protector, the, the protector mode, and you instantly put him in control. Without him knowing it, you automatically make him the leader. You feel me? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And um, for men that can't handle that, you weeding them out already by doing that. You feel me? Like, if you got to fuck with a beta, you're going to read him out by doing that because he can't even take the lead. You feel me? So that's how we push the natural. Now, the reason why we're talking about the natural and how, it make, how does it make a man feel because a man wants to be with a woman that looks up to him in a weird way. <laughs> like for real a man wants to be the woman that, like i said all the time you can always hear me say this a man wants to be the woman that makes him feel like a king and you should always make your man feel like a king your man should always feel like man he's you know when when he's around you you think you're in the presence of greatness you feel me and if he is you know that nigga like you feel me and he's on his shit trust and believe he's going to make sure you know that you in the presence of greatness. I'm trying to let y'all know this shit. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, it just, it's real, real shit, okay? He's going to make sure that you, you feel me? You know that. So when you are being a natural, you automatically make them feel like, oh, my God, like, I'm the king, and I have to protect her. You know what I mean? Like, she, you know, you, you make him feel like he's the leader, and he feels good about himself, and he feels big. Like, he feels like he's that nigga. You feel me? He just feels like he's that nigga, and that it is it is what it is. And I done had a man before, like, when me and um No Title was dating or whatever, I asked him, because I be asking dudes, like, if I get a chance to, because I don't be want to, like, make it seem like I'm pulling my content on them, because that's kind of fucked up. But if, if it slips in, like, if I got a little, if it's an opening for me to put in my content and ask the questions I want to ask, I'm going to. So when I was dating No Title, I asked him, and I was like, how do I make you feel? And he was like, you make me feel like I'm the fucking king. Like, I'm on top of the fucking world. Like, when I'm with you, I know I'm running shit. And I don't feel like that with everybody. But you make me feel like that. The way you're making me feel. The way you make me feel. It really turns me on. You feel me? So he just, he like, I like that feeling. Like, I like feeling like I'm in charge. Niggas want to be in charge. Real shit. <laughs> like, men want to be in charge, yo. And you, so when you practice that, the natural being child, like, you automatically put them in that role without them knowing it. And they love that feeling. That's just what I have learned. I don't have a dick, so I'm not a man. Can't tell you how all men think, but what I have experienced, you know, through trials and tribulations, that's what I noticed, okay? Now, the next one would be the charmer. And I'm going to tell y'all why I love the charmer. First, let me tell you what the charmer is. Even though you haven't read the book, that's a problem. But in The Art of Seduction, he calls, he, he describes the charmer as the person, it could be, yeah, it's a person, it could be a man or woman. These, these, the act of seduction is not for just, women it's for men too even though certain seducers that he name in there most men do it like some men are like you know you could hear like he got different seducers in it right and one of the seducers you know it's a nigga like you like that gotta be a man only a man would do some shit like that and there's some and there's another seducer that you hear you like 
that's definitely a woman. Like, cause only women to move like that. You get what I'm saying? But these these seducers don't have a gender. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. You know what I mean? So so it's for everybody. Just putting that out there. So in case anybody wants to read it, you know, I got something in that. Listen, if y'all wanna read it, you know. You know what I'm saying? Do that. Get up on your shit. Period. Okay. Knowledge is endless. Okay. And therefore it has infinite power. Period. Um, so yeah. Um, what was I getting at again? Yeah. So the charmer, he described the charmer as the person who sits back and observes their person that they're dealing with as for their flaws or anything like that. And they, they charm them. They give out a whole bunch of compliments. They do things to make them feel to make them feel good, and they get off on how off on pleasing you and making you feel good about yourself, you know. And they know that if they have that power to make you feel good about you, and you, you know, they only get that from you. They're gonna always want to be around you. You know what I'm saying? So that's a short way of of um, of uh, of uh, what you call it, explaining the charmer. And the reason why I talk about the charmer so much and the natural is because I am the charmer and I am the natural, okay? That is me. Anybody that ever dated me knows that, okay? And I can only speak on what I know, right? So, yeah, I am the charmer and I am the natural. And it's just it's just in me at this point. Um, I would say I'm more of the charmer than the natural or whatever. Um, and another thing about the natural, too, the natural is always excited to see her man, like how a dog is excited when his owner come home. I know that sounds fucked up to compare the two. So if y'all want more on the natural, go listen to the episode. But yeah, so I'm more of the natural. I mean, I'm more of the charmer than the natural. You feel me? And the reason why I say that is because if y'all listen to other episodes of mine or what was the episode? Um, I think I talked about, uh, rock and blue face or whatever, when I called it hood love. I talked about how I study, and I tell y'all this all the time, I study who I'm dating. I study who I'm dating so much that if if somebody ever takes my phone and go to my notes, <laughs> they will see the name of the guy I'm dealing with. And I will literally have his name, and then underneath it will say, what I want from him. I know that sounds fucked up. And then it will say, <laughs> because you got to date with intention, right? You feel me? So it's like, what I want from him. And then it will say, it will have different questions for me to ask him that I noticed. And then I would have another list in there under his name of his insecurities. What I have noticed, some things that he needs to work on that I think he's insecure about, right? And what I do is when I find his, these, because I look for your flaws. I look for your flaws and I look for what you're insecure about. I know it sounds fucked up, but that's what I do. And the reason why I do this is because I want to be able to fill it in. You feel me? So that you can only feel like you can get that from me, you know? But yeah. And so I look for his insecurities and I write them down. And like I said, the reason why I do this is because I want to be able to, okay, I think he feels some type of way about his tummy. His tummy seems like it's an insecurity of his. All right, when I'm with him, I'm going to touch his tummy. I'm going to rub his tummy. I'm going to let him know that I don't give a fuck that you got a little fat, nigga. Because under that belly is a pot of gold, period, okay? Fat niggas be slinging dick. I don't know what y'all talking about. But yeah, so I'm going to let him know that. Like, I'm not, I don't feel no type of way about your tummy. And it's cool with me. And if you feel like with me it's cool and I embrace that, and you don't get that from other women, you're going to want to be around me. You get know what I'm saying? Um, if I notice that maybe he could be, you know, it's different insecurities, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Like, I used on the other episode, like, if he's insecure about his keloid, because I have a keloid. If he, he was insecure about his keloid, I'm going to suck that shit. Like, I'm going to let you know, like, it doesn't bother me. And I, you're still the shit with or without it. Flaws and all, you're still top tier. I'm going to ensure you of that. And so that's the reason why I write down there, um, their insecurities. Another way that I'm a charmer is because I give out compliments. Like when I like a guy and I talked about that and play on his masculinity, when I like a guy, I'm going to give you all the compliments in the world. Or if I'm trying to control you to get what I want or manipulate you, you know what I mean? But that's another episode for another day. That's why I told you to go listen to the episode of uh, play on his masculinity. But, um, when I like a dude, and I try to charm him. I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell him, look, you look good. Like, we could get on FaceTime right now. I'm like, what, what, that, that hoodie tough. Like, nigga, like, I see how you doing that outfit tough. Like, I see your sneakers, them shit's fire. You look real good right now. Like, I ought to lick your fucking face. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not so aggressive like how I'm saying it to y'all. But, like, you know what I mean? I put my little baby voice on and I, <laughs> I'm saying I, I, I turn into, get into character. You feel me? <laughs> but, yeah, I do those things. I want him to know that I find him attractive and I want him to think and feel that he's the shit like period point blank. I want my nigga to feel like he's the king. He can conquer it all. And he's the shit. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to sweat you. Like, I'm okay with sweating you. Like, I don't see the... Look, hmm. Now, if I do all this, and you ain't reciprocating it back, and you start acting like you the motherfucking prize, oh, nigga, I'm going to have to show you. I'm going to have to show my ass and show you that nigga. Listen, I got options. Fucking with you is optional, nigga. Pull out that seat warmer, ho. Don't play with me. But until then, I'm going to make you feel like you are the shit and you are priority and, and all those things. You feel me? All of those things. Blocker, blocker. All right? So I am a charmer. And a charmer is good because men usually don't get compliments. And I love to see how a man reacts when you give him a compliment. They get so flustered. Like, they can't believe it. <laughs> like, they cannot believe it. Like They be like, oh, me? Oh, thanks. Like how women are, but it's like real awkward when a man does it because he's just not surprised. Women are not out here giving men compliments. Women are not out here, you know, reassuring a man that he's the shit and that they like him like that and that, you know, they find him attractive. You know what I mean? Even when you turn a man down for sex, like you ain't trying to have sex or whatever, you know how you can get away with prolonging it just a little bit more. And I know this is going to get me in trouble and it's going to bite me in the ass in the future. But how you get away with prolonging it a little bit more is that you let him know, like, yo, I found you so attractive. Like, I will fucking drink your bath water. That's some nasty shit. I would never say that to a nigga, but I'm just saying. Like, you so fine, I want to suck your daddy's dick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Remember when Biggie Small said that? Well, or, you know, like, I find you so attractive. Like, I will suck the soul out of you. You know what I mean? Like, you feel me? I want to lick your face. Like, I want to just love you. I want to hug you and squeeze you and love you. You know, that cartoon from back in the day when um, Looney Tunes and shit. But, yeah, you just say you start off like that before you turn down. You be like, look, I just find you so attractive. And, like, I really, really want to fuck the shit out of you. I really do. And it's not you. It's nothing that you're doing that making me not want to do it. Because, shit, if I let you stay in this room a little bit longer and you keep talking, I'll fuck around and just leave my motherfucking I'll be fucking you right here on this couch. I ain't even gonna hold you. I'll be fucking you in the parking lot. <laughs> Outside, in the back of the schoolyard. You know what I mean? If I, if I let you continue to do you, you're not the problem. You know what I mean? But me, on the other hand, I don't know if I'm ready for that. You, you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm ready for that. And I don't know if you ready because... I'm going to get you paid, too. Can you handle that? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's just some some a, a way to say it. You feel me? And it, it prolongs it because you letting him know, I find you attractive. I would love to give you this pussy. I'm not ready yet. Or it's just not the right time. I'm not comfortable yet. But I would love to give you this pussy. So a lot of men, when you brushing off and having sex with them and things like that, they be thinking that you don't like them like that. Like I said before, they got to hit one of the bases. They ain't got to hit a whole, whole run. But they got to hit one of the bases because niggas fall in love what they see and they are sexual creatures and they know that a woman ain't just fucking and sucking anybody i would hope not so if you give me some you feeling me i made it and at least the girls on she knows podcast we let that be known if i'm sleeping with a nigga you that nigga you feel me you my main thing okay and you gonna be my thing you know what I mean? because uh, you earned it you earned it and you put in that work so fuck like period but yeah so um I got off track, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's what a charmer does. Like a charmer just reason, like reassure him that he's the shit, you know what I mean? Boost his ego, pump up his head, you know what I mean? Got a big ego because at the end of the day, you can get a lot from a person, especially a man, by stroking a fucking ego. A man ego needs to be stroked, period. Like it is what it is. Men going to say, I don't want to want to stroke my ego. Like, yes, you do. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You like that feeling. Because what? You get in a feeling that you ain't get somewhere else. Or you just like the feeling because she's giving you something you can feel to let you know this love is real. My youngest don't know what that song is. My youngest don't know what that song is, period. Y'all probably know half of the songs I be singing. Y'all don't know half of the songs I be singing because I'm, I'm an old head at heart. But yeah. So, this is where... You know, those are some tools to how you make a person, how you make him feel. And the reason why you want to always make sure you're making your man feel like, one, your home. And when I talk about home, yeah, we talk about, um, you know, a woman making a house a home, da 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 But you want to make it, you want him to think that you are home. You want to make him so comfortable and safe with you that he feels like you are home. So it's like, 
when I'm up under her, around her, all the other bullshit I face, especially a black man, all the other bullshit I face out in the world, it doesn't even exist. You feel me? It doesn't even exist because I'm around her and I feel like I can be safe with her. You know what I mean? Like I feel safe with her. You feel me? Just like a woman want to feel safe to be able to resonate for a minute, men want to feel safe too. That because men get vulnerable at times, like men have feelings, you feel me? And I want to be a man. I would say I want to be like I'm a man, but they want to feel like they're they, they dealing with somebody they can have certain conversations with, and it could be their self. Because that's the thing a lot of women don't like when men talk the way they talk, when they actually like throw their dick on the table and be the nigga that they really are. A lot of them be like, oh, oh my god, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't you say that, you know what I mean? Like, fuck that. You want your nigga to feel like he home where he could be him, he can be him. You feel me? Like, beat him on some shit. Like, kick kick my feet up on your coffee table and let my dick slang kind of beat him type of shit. Never let a nigga put their feet up on your coffee table because coffee tables are expensive. Unless he bought that shit and he paid bills in your house, that's dead. But I'm just saying, that's the type of feeling you want him you want him to have. You feel me? You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of feeling you want him to have. Like, he can just come in here and just, you know, chill. Like, and be myself type of shit. You feel me? So that's the feeling you want to give off. So, yeah, you always want to make sure he feels like that you know those are the feelings that you give off because if you make him feel like that he feels like he's at peace with you he feels like he can be safe with you he feels like he's in charge you know what i mean um he doesn't get belittled you're not talking to him buku crazy he don't have to have a dixon competition with you he gonna always want to be around you now this is where femininity comes into play yes y'all i hope y'all been taking out your notebooks because shit was real this episode but this is where femininity comes into play right like i said before Femininity is the whole ambiance. Femininity is a whole experience. And the reason why it's a experience is because when you think of an experience, it's something that you remember. In order for you to remember something, you remember how that shit made you feel. Once again, you know what I mean? It's about feelings here. Remember how that shit made you feel. So if you jump out of a helicopter, it's one hell of an experience because in the beginning, you was excited when you signed that motherfucking, uh, that paper to do it. When you got on a helicopter, you got a little bit nervous. When you jumped off that bitch, you almost pissed on yourself, but you was actually excited and you had fun. The view was nice. When you landed, you was like, thank God I'm safe. You went through five different emotions that created it, that made it an experience. You feel me? So this is where femininity come into play because femininity builds that experience where it deals with your emotions you feel me so what i'm getting at here is you want to be feminine around your man because you want him to have that type of um environment you get what i'm saying like that type of environment where it's like i get to see her just be a girly girl and and it's okay. You get what I'm saying? I get to see how she walks and how she moves and how she conducts herself. That's the whole fucking feeling in itself, especially when women are masculine as fuck nowadays and they walk around like they got a dick. You feel me? So that's the whole mood in itself. Now, another reason why feminine came into it, comes into it because this is what I wanted to get at. I just got sidetracked with that little part. But it's because, like I said, it's about the obvious. So when he comes around you, like let's say he comes to your house, you want your house to feel and smell like something that brings back something from his childhood and i said in the uh, make how to make him crave you i talked about when a man comes over your house or whatever episode it was i think i talked was it yeah it was how to, how to make him crave you was part three when i saw about sexuality and stuff like that um how to seduce him i was saying about when a man come over your house you want to have the smell of food in your motherfucker like I'm not talking about no fried chicken smell, even though some men might like that shit. But I'm like, like some baked sweet, like a sweet smell, like something sweet in the living room when he walks in. You get what I'm saying? Something sweet in the living room where it gives off like, like a candy, a candy cake kind of smell. You feel me? Because that taps into your childhood. It taps into memories, which create, you know, lets you be memorable. You know what I'm saying? So you want to have like the senses. You want to work with all the senses, bitch. You feel me? You want to work with all the motherfucking senses. See, touch, hear smell all that things you feel me so when he walks in your house it needs to be smell like something sweet you feel me something if, if it's not something on the stove they need to get you some motherfucking candles bitch that smell like lollipops and sugar dumplings i don't know you feel me the bathroom needs to have its own candle too just saying and the bathroom needs to have a strong ass candle like some cinnamon or something like that pumpkin spice because y'all know y'all be taking shit in the bathroom they be stinking all right your bedroom needs to have a sexual candle something that just screams out sex like some you know what a smell smells like it's something smells sexy you know what i mean like a sexy 
seductive um it's a song coming to my mind right now oh my god by um babyface um 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 oh my lord i can't think of the song this is the first time when the song is in my head and i can't just sing the song oh my lord what the fuck is the name of the song by babyface oh lord wait no i gotta it gotta come to me the song by babyface when he was saying whip a pill okay whip a pill that's what it is when he comes in your room you want to have that kind of like like feeling going on up in there right all right so we talked about the, you got the candles you got the smell goods all that other shit that creates the ambiance we tap, tap into feminine energy because this house is probably not even like that men don't care that much into all that other shit right so you want to have the lights dim and shit like that you already talked about having your candles on for the smell and also for the ambiance you want to have a music playing bitch you feel me like when a guy over here you want to have that look me personally 90s r&b or some old reggae like what what i'ma set the mood bitch you feel me even if i ain't even fucking i'm setting the mood bitch so you want to have that because you want him to like i said to get into all his senses because not only are you walking around in your nice little cute little nightgowns or or if you're not in a nightgown your nice little dress you feel me you already look feminine you already carrying some feminine you feel me like that you already got that going on but you got the smell going on that feeds to his senses you feel me so your looks is feeding into his mind his eyes you feel me so he going to remember how the fuck you look that's that's setting a memory right there then you got the smells going to feed into the the senses and shit like that so when he smell that motherfucking birthday cake can do somewhere else he's gonna think of you you feel me you want to just you want him to think of you bitch make him think of you bitch okay so yeah you got the smells going on you know what i mean now okay when he comes over you got the music going on okay so when he hear that song whatever song it was playing i don't care if it's uh they don't know about you and me okay i don't care if it's that or i want to know your name your name your name why you gotta be anonymous that ain't too sexy or or motherfucking um you know what i love to listen to baby i'm begging baby i'm begging begging baby baby i'm jodeci bitch put on that motherfucker jodeci bitch period or brian mcknight some you know uh maxwell all that good shit so those songs he's gonna remember those songs because he you already set the tone for everything else that's gonna play into his memory and he knows that when he's in your house he feel like that at his house he don't feel like that so it creates a whole little ambiance and that's what feminine is about feminine is really like i said before ambiance but creativity is another part of femininity too like you feel me because men want to women want to role play too that's a conversation with a different day but you kind of put him in that in that in that in a role when you have all these things going on in your house you put him in a role let him role play without him knowing it and what i mean by that is if you dressed and you know all dressy and stuff like that or sexy he comes over and there's candles and there's slow music and things like that you feel me you got the food on the stove you got his favorite beer whatever he like a favorite juice whatever you when he come in and he already feeling like he the man you feel me and he looking at you like oh this some real you know dainty girly feminine shit so off the rip he's going to walk into your house and he's going to play that masculine role that's just what it is like he just going to instantly feel like that okay so yeah giving him something he could feel so yeah those things setting those tones for that it, it it plays back into giving him something that he could feel because a lot of the girls might not be doing that you know what i mean and he might not feel that when he's at his house let alone lakeisha house so all those things plays into role. It's 42 minutes we going on already. But yeah, so feminine energy has a lot to do with that too. And um, another way feminine energy has a lot to do with you, um, how you make a man feel is because, like I said before, um, when we talked about emotional strategy and we talked about, um, what was the other one? Playing on his masculinity. And it's another one, another episode where I talked about this, but I was saying that um 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 controlled aggression that's what it was called so controlled aggression i'm giving you a hell of episodes to go back and binge and, and listen to it right so and, and take notes because now you know where the where the gems is at in the podcast so yeah we talked about emotional emotional strategy controlled aggression playing on his masculinity in those three episodes we had talked yeah so we was talking about your delivery right i'm gonna have to edit this shit out of this but we was talking about your delivery and um <laughs> Um, we was talking about the delivery is like how to come at the man without it seeming like you're being combative, right? And how to come at him 
where you still put him in that masculine role where you can get your fucking way. So we talked about that in those three episodes. So we broke down. So in those three episodes, it all wrapped into playing on his masculinity. It wrapped into controlled aggression. And it wrapped into emotional strategy. But did y'all not... Y'all probably didn't know that it also had to deal with femininity. And it's not femininity... Because this is two different types of femininity. There's light femininity and there's dark femininity. All right. So light femininity is the, the girly, you know... The, the natural childlike kind of femininity, the, the, the pink and twirling your hair and, oh my God, like clueless type of femininity. And then dark femininity is like you doing things with intention. You feel me? And you're playing on desire and you're manipulating and they don't even know it. You get what I'm saying? That's dark femininity, but basically doing things on with intention. That's dark femininity. And on here we talk about dark femininity more than anything, just saying. So um, when you were doing those three things that I talked about in those episodes... When you were doing those three things that I talked about in those episodes, you were playing with dark feminine energy. And you probably didn't know it, but you was. So what was those three things and how did I break it down? I mean it like this. So this is also how you build a, a, a way that building, uh, uh, making him feel something that he can't get somewhere else or whatever, making him feel a certain type of way. Most women, when they are beefing with their man, they are going to be combative. They're going to throw their dick on the table. They're going to yell at him. They're going to belittle him. They're going to do anything to get their point across. They don't care what they're saying. They don't care how their delivery comes off. They want to get their point across, right? Now, with some men, it may work because some men got their ass with as a child. So they think that women are supposed to yell at them and beat them, beat on them to make them act right. That ain't all men. For me. And if that is, and you don't want that kind of man, okay? Just saying. The man you want is the man that you don't have to yell at to get your point across. You feel me? The man that you can sit down and tell him instead of coming to him like, fuck you, nigga. Da, da, you come to him like, you know, I was really disappointed by that. Or oh, that hurt my feelings. Or, you know, I really didn't like this. You know what I mean? Like, blah, blah, blah. Whatever case. Those are some examples. If you need more in-depth, you got to listen to them three episodes. But, yeah, so that's a way to give him a feeling that he's not getting anywhere else because a lot of girls are going to be yelling at him versus when you come at him in a different way and tell them put your feelings out there and be vulnerable that's a whole different tech a tactic you feel me tactic there we go it's a whole different tactic you feel me so not only is it a whole different tactic but once again you're still putting him in that role where he feels like he has to protect you because by nature they want to protect you you feel me so you still put him in that role where he has to protect you so now he's like damn i'm the i'm the one that's hurting her but let me not do this let me try to go about it a different way because I don't want to be, I don't want to hurt her. That's the last thing I want to do for me. When a masculine man is in the presence of a feminine woman, regardless if they're in a relationship or they're friends or cousins, whatever, instantly they want to protect it. They want to go all out for it instantly because when they do it, it makes them feel better. You feel me? It makes them feel like they're the man. And not only that, they know that that, that feminine energy is hard to come around. And they want to protect her before that, that before that woman that holds that feminine energy gets around the wrong type of men, the fuckboys and the full-blown pit bulls, and turn into the masculine women that we see nowadays, the masculinas. It happens because she was in the presence of the wrong dudes. You feel me? She was handled by the wrong men. So, yeah. That also is you giving him a, a, a feeling he can't get nowhere. Now, I know we're 42 minutes in, so well, 47 minutes in, you know, I'm about to cut this soon. I know y'all hearing this and you're like, okay, so all the feelings that she, all the tactics that she's naming um, all boil you down to making to making a man feel like he's the shit, he's the man, um, making him feel like he's a protector, da 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 It all boils down to making sure that he is living in his masculine energy making him feel like it is okay to be in his masculine energy just like you want to feel safe to rest in your feminine energy and live the soft life them fuckers want to rock out with their cock out bitch and not in the cheating way that i'll be talking about you know i'll be saying i'll be using rock out with your cock out eyes and cheating but yeah they want to be able to be that macho man like be that nigga like you feel me they want to be able to feel that way and they want to be in charge so all the tech tactics that i'm telling y'all and the way to make him feel is all to make him feel better about himself and to make him be able to be the man that he wants to be or that he truly is at his core. But he hasn't been able to display it because some women make it hard to. Some women want to have a dick sling competition with him. So those are ways that you um, can make a man feel 
my key is uh, what you call it, King Tut, <laughs> and make him feel good about himself. And those are the ways that you can make sure that, you know, he's happy, you know? So yeah, being supportive, being motivating, being um, an inspiration, being creative, setting the mood, letting him be able to play in his, you know, being his masculine energy, let him to not know that he's role playing, but the niggas role playing. You get what I'm saying? Because it is what it is. You feel me? So yeah, those are the ways, and those are the, those are ways to make somebody happy. Because if I know that when I'm around her, I feel like this, and I love this feeling. You feel me? Then I'm always gonna be around. I'm gonna be happy with her. You feel me? If I if I come around you and I'm like most men say they want peace, right? So I didn't want to use the peace one because I feel like everybody used that. But um, most men say that they want peace, right? And they're gonna protect their peace. Okay, peace be still. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna protect their peace. So they want to be around someone that makes them feel at peace. You know what I mean? That's still a way of giving him something that he cannot, that, giving him something that he could feel, giving him something that he may not be able to get somewhere else. And it's all about the way you make him feel. And when you make him feel these ways that we talked about in this 50 minutes that we're in, um, that we talked about, you can get whatever the fuck you want. And that'd be the problem when women be trying to get money out of men and be doing things out of men or whatever people be is the fact that sometimes y'all act for too early. And, you know, and I have been, I have been, I've been a woman that does that too before, you feel me? Sometimes you ask for it too early. And I'm not saying that, uh, like, like, ask for like $50, $20, $100. I mean, come on. And you could ask your homeboys for that. So I don't think men should be offensive or your homegirl for that should feel offense when you ask them for something little like that. You know what I'm saying? But when I'm talking about asking for something too early, it's like y'all asking to get your nails done. And y'all just started talking. You know what I mean? Like, and asking a man for money is a kind I don't like how that just sounds. Asking a man for money is an episode in itself because honestly, I feel like you shouldn't ask for shit unless you need it. Because like I said, men want to feel needed. So if you come make it seem like it's something that you need, something that could better you or whatever, then it really does feel like it's an investment towards her and not me just spending my money on bullshit and wasting my money on this person just because that's why a lot of men be upset when they be like i ain't just taking a woman shopping i ain't just paying your bills like you feel me that's crazy like you know what i'm saying but if you come to a nigga on some damn distress shit and you really fucking stressed out about these damn bills like he, he'll help you you know what i'm saying you just gotta learn how to deliver it you know what i'm saying but um that's a conversation for a different day i'm getting out of here as always ladies um, we changing up the ending though. We used to say, as always, keep it classy. We changing that. So as always, ladies, keep it clatchy. And I look forward to hearing from you guys next time. Mwah.